Hello, and welcome to Destiny Benders. This week's episode was recorded at the Pi Live North America in Toronto. I spoke with several people at the conference to find out about their journeys into international education. And here's what they had to say. I'm here at the Pi Live North America, and I'm speaking with Matt Burns, who is the president of International Internship Network. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Matt, can you please tell us how it is that you got into the field of international education, where where your story started, what led you to where you are today, and what keeps you motivated to stay in the field? Well, I was in event planning uh, more in the in the corporate world uh, for about 20 years, and I was uh, approached by somebody that was acquiring a conference um, uh, on international internships, and uh, he asked if I might be interested in running the conference for him, mm-hmm. and also placing students uh, into internships in Toronto. Uh-huh. So I was also the site director in Toronto for a few years. And uh, yeah, from there it just blossomed and I ran another international internship, or sorry, another international education conference as well. Oh, exactly. And so what kind of internships do you place students in and where? Well, currently I don't. Um, So we have a network uh, of providers and universities uh, that do the placing of the students um, and it's around the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, so anyone can join the network uh, and students can can come onto our website and and look at uh, opportunities for internships around the globe. Okay, so essentially it's a website where there's lots of different international internship providers and they have like a profile on your site and students can peruse it and find something that excites them and then get in touch with that that directly. That's right. And we also run a conference called the International Internship Conference, Mm -hmm. uh, which will be held in Indianapolis in June of 2023. Um, And so that will be uh, for employers. Uh, university advisors, students, of course, um, third-party providers, and and also um, government officials to talk about uh, labor policy, uh, visas, and uh, and everything around international internships. Doing an international internship. Yeah. So essentially, like many of the people who we have on our podcast, you got into international education kind of by accident. Yes. In some way. Yeah. Um, and we like to ask people about so. The title of the podcast is Destiny Benders. Yeah. We like to ask people about a destiny bending moment or a person in your life who's changed your life right. and led you onto that trajectory where you are now. It kind of sounds like this person who yes, <laughs> yeah. got connected Yeah, with. yeah. So his name was Tony Johnson, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's now re- recently retired. Oh. Uh, but he um, is a Brit, and uh, back in the 80s, he was living in London and uh, he was working for the Conservative Party, and um, he was asked to place a student from Boston University into an internship, yeah. and he placed them with a with an MP. And uh, at the end of this student's experience, she said, "You know, you could do this better than the provider." Um, and so that he, he had a uh, an entrepreneurial uh, bone, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and he decided to take her up on that yeah. and so he established a, an organization mm-hmm. and uh, he was one of the pioneers in the field and oh yeah. yeah so how long ago was that then that was uh, back in the 80s yeah, so, so, so really it's like of close the first, to yeah yeah 
close to 40 years ago. Because now there's quite a few international internship organizations. I mean, it's a yes, thing, yes, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And back then, he basically, he had to explain um, to many in the UK, certainly, uh, what in, what an internship was. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a term that's been used mainly in the US mm-hmm. for many years, um, but it has slowly grown worldwide mm-hmm. and it's become very popular it's it's probably the leading edge of study abroad right now yeah is having an, uh, an internship experience yeah and do you see this continuing to grow in popularity so your network growing with the number of providers and yeah. the number of students who want to participate yeah absolutely so uh, students are they're their demand for international internships is is growing mm-hmm. exponentially um, and we've seen through the last two and a half years with COVID um, that it shifted a little bit. And so it involved um, virtual internships and remote internships. Yeah, of course. So that has that has just broadened the field and it's made it more accessible. Yeah. Uh, but in-person internships uh, overseas or internationally um, is still the preferred uh, yeah. way in which students want to have their experiences. Yeah, and I can foresee that just continuing. Like study abroad is just growing. You know, they Absolutely. want to have that yeah. overseas experience. Yes, yeah. All right, well, Matt, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast and uh, good luck with everything. Thanks, Jess. Bye. I'm here with Stephen Maxson, who is at PSI Skills for English. Stephen, can you tell us what your job title is? Sure. My job title, my official job title is Business Development Manager for Latin America. I'm based in Mexico City. Based in Mexico City. Stephen, can you tell us how did you get into international education? We've just been chatting now and it sounds really exciting, the things that you do and you're American but based in Mexico City. How did that all happen? Um, uh, like fortuitously, serendipitously and uh, by sheer will of force as well. Um, I was uh, working for the University of New Mexico in the southwest of the U.S., my alma mater. Mm-hmm. And I had a job in HR that I took because I thought HR was people person oriented. Mm-hmm. And HR wasn't. Let's be honest, it's very transactional, it's very cold, and I have a very sales and marketing oriented profile. Mm -hmm. And I asked myself, what would be the coolest job to do for your alma mater at the time? Mm -hmm. This was about nine years ago. And I had a lot of friends that were masters, getting their masters and PhD in in, uh, different fields at the University of New Mexico, who were from Spain, who were from South Asia, who were from Latin America. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say, there's probably an office here that caters to them, that yeah. brings them here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that offers them services. Um, in the, at the University of New Mexico, that's Global Education Office, GEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I actually started networking with them, and a position opened as an international admissions recruiter. Oh, wow, yeah. And I worked for uh, the GEO office for nearly three years. Mm-hmm. And in those three years, I was... Um, on the road, not consecutively for two year, for um, two months at a time, but I was mm-hmm. on the road, uh, Latin America. You know, I, I would do the Education USA circuit yeah, throughout yeah. Uh, Latin America, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, Mexico, Central America, South America, and then I'd, I'd spend time with agencies in China and in, and in India and in the Middle East, um, and it was the best decision of my life because, you know, I, I started working for. Nonprofit 501c universities, mm-hmm. and then I moved on, uh, you know, to working for home state programs mm-hmm. in in Boston. I worked for Holt International Business School, that's part oh, of the yeah. EF family yeah, in Boston yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And then I um, moved to Mexico and started working for um, private-backed uh, international 
international schools groups K through 12, which was my most recent position. And uh, today's my second day on the job with PSI <laughs> Online, uh, Skills for English, um, doing CELT, doing uh, um, Skills for English language testing. And you know, it's it, it was the best decision in the world that I had that I did uh, about nine years ago. So here I am, you know, nine years later. I was just talking to you before you started recording uh, um, about uh, being in three of the four major international education sectors, if you will, in the industry, mm -hmm. you know, university international admissions and um, K-12 education and now uh, skills for English language testing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe in the future I'll work for, for English language testing centers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, right now I'm, I'm really happy with the choices that I've made. So second day on the job for PSI. Yes. And how's it going so far? Is um, it early days? It, it's early days. Uh, you know, I, I'm familiar with the pie. In fact, you and I have networked. We have spoken before. We, we've yeah. networked before early in this job search. We did, yeah. Um, and, and here I am full circle, um, yeah. you know, working for uh, one of the uh, one, one of your uh, partners here in mm -hmm. here at uh, Pi Live. So uh, second day on the job, I'm, I'm, I'm just learning from my uh, colleague who covers the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. I cover Latin America and uh, as far as business development and for recognition of the exam, I cover yeah. North America, the US and Canada. And, yeah. and, and honestly, it'll be a lot of recognition job, I feel, here in, in, in this uh, part of the continent precisely because uh, our, our CELT isn't as well known right. as other CELTs. Yeah. Yeah. So in Spanish, we say picando piedra, which means chipping at a oh, rock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll be chipping, chipping at chipping a rock, away. Uh, yeah. chipping away a, a lot. Yeah. So uh, I'm honestly learning, and and uh, you know, Bala mm -hmm. Guliev, who's my colleague, mm -hmm. um, he told me just grab my business card and listen, and then if you want to do it your own way and talk to people, go, go mm -hmm. ahead. And yeah. you know, I'm I'm built for these. For these things, for these this kind is, of situations. These, this yeah. is my profile, so I'm not scared of going to talk to people <laughs> about things that I don't know about. Yeah. A. Yeah. B. I've sold things that don't exist before. I've 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 sold a dormitory in business school in, in Boston that didn't exist. Oh right, um, pre-building. Pre-building, yeah. yeah, because Holt International Business School had their graduate program for many years in Boston, still does. Yeah. And I was part of the enrollment team that brought the first undergraduate class oh, with an, yeah. without having an undergraduate dorm building, building yet, yet wow, which they yeah. do, you know, yeah. and, and I brought the first incoming class yeah. that graduated a year and a half, two years ago, actually. Oh, okay, so, yeah. so, uh, and I still network with those, with the students oh, that I, nice. that I recruited. Absolutely. That's nice. Yeah. That's really nice. So the title of our podcast, as I mentioned to you, is called Destiny Benders. And it's about changing lives within international education and also how your life may have been changed by somebody or bent your destiny. Can you tell us about one person who springs to mind? Sure. Who's really bent your destiny? Look, my most recent uh, 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 line manager, Rob Graves, the RMD for the region of Mexico and Central America um, in uh, International Schools Partnership, a private equity-backed international schools group. He's a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, on my... Uh, first week on the job, he gives me a book by Jim Collins. It's called Good to Great. You know, I learned things like fanatical discipline from from him, mm -hmm. uh, from this book and from Rob in action. Yeah. I learned things like empirical creativity from that book and from Rob in action. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's various concepts from that book that really have shaped me as a leader. I, yeah. I, I led a team, I led a team of 17 direct reports 
and a, a team of 50 in total of people with with the people that directed him yeah. uh, for a portfolio of, of seven schools and enrollment of 9,100 uh, students K through 12 international uh, schools. And he, he's the one who's most shaped me. He's my mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, he's now my friend. I have yeah. the fortune to have his uh, nine-year-old daughter called me Uncle Stephen. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah. You know, so I, I feel he's 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 family, mm-hmm. and he's he's set me up for success the whole way. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he he's he's the most demanding line manager I've ever had. Right. But feedback, especially the negative one, was always behind closed doors. And it was always, if he was going to yell at me, I, I, I was allowed to yell back. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, so I learned a lot for, about leadership from him. Forget about international education. Leadership is what I, what, what I learned from him. And uh, modeling behavior so that you can lead other people as well. So Rob Graves is, is the person in international education uh, who's, who's most shaped my career. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. He sounds like a, a very um, impactful person. Extremely impactful, impactful person. person. I yeah. keep in touch with him throughout my job search most recently uh, daily. And now it's like, you know, we have a chat called Uncle Steven, actually, oh, nice. where his daughter and him wish me luck. And I've sent them pictures from being in Toronto this week for, yeah. I, 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 you know, as an American, I say Toronto, but I think I should be saying Toronto. 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 That's what we have to say. Yeah, Toronto. that's what I noticed. So, uh, exactly. So, being in Toronto this week, I've sent them pictures and, and they're they're very happy about the decisions that I've, that I've made. And it's the right role. It's the yeah. right narrative. I'm also earning an MBA through Holt Online oh, as well. So, yeah. it's like, I'm I'm in I'm in the right place in my career right oh, now. Oh, that's really nice yeah. to hear. I'm, I'm really in the right pleased place for you, in my Steven. career. Thank yeah. you. Thank really you so much it. for being a guest on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And it's fun to be full circle in front of you it after is, I know. having networked early in Months my ago. yeah, early yeah. in my in my it's job search process and being here with you now. And here we are in Toronto. Exactly. In Toronto. Yeah. We're here at the Pi Live North America, and I am speaking with Jenny Perla Leon from the Ottawa Catholic School. Jenny, nice to see you. Can you let us know what you do at the Ottawa Catholic School Board? So at the Ottawa Catholic School Board, we are a institution that focuses on the K-12 sector, so the elementary high school students. So my goal is to recruit international students to finish their high school diploma with us or come to improve their English language for short term or even take credits that we're not able to take in their home country. So far, we've done so great. We have students from over 50 countries and that pathway we're opening for students after graduating high school as well has been great. So I work closely with institutions, post-secondary, to make sure our graduate students get on the top of the list to be accepted as well for university or college. Oh, that's amazing. And Jenny, how did you get started in international education? What led you to where you are today? So I always wanted a career that would impact somebody's life. You know, I tried medicine, but the needles were not my thing. Honestly. <laughs> so the next big step was, you know, I saw uh, there was a mentor of mine that mm-hmm. I looked up to mm-hmm. and I saw that, you know, education can impact the world. Yeah. Education is always for the good and the doors. I like to say it's the key to open any door in life. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's always going for the good. Mm-hmm. And that's the one piece of paper that no one can take away from you as well. Absolutely. So it's a passion of mine that I believe that, you know, education yeah. is the op- gives students the opportunity mm-hmm. for for be global global leaders to to make a change in mm-hmm. other people's lives as well. Yeah. So that impact, it's like that footprint. So education becomes that footprint yeah. in the world that really has a huge impact for the good yeah. and no one can change that. So that's my passion. I feel that education is really what 
you know, those kids that come or when I'm dealing at the college sector, it's those opportunities mm -hmm. that changes someone that really has yeah. made me love education. That's why I got into it. And the international piece, was that kind of by accident that you got into the international side of it? Well, the international piece, what I, what the reason I got into it, it's because at the college level, I was able to also do workforce development. Mm -hmm. So when you go into college to other countries and you're able to provide that training mm -hmm. in their country, mm -hmm. either in mining, that's how I got into it. Ah. So we were doing workforce development at Fleming College. Mm -hmm. We went to Panama. We were providing training for oh, Panamanians wow. yeah. to work in Panama for Canadian companies. Oh, so wow. we were able to impact the world in that way. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got it because all that development you can do for the good from building orphanages to sending students abroad. Broad, mm -hmm. to even doing teacher training it's it's that impact that you really do yeah and you were speaking about changing lives you know education changing lives and certainly that so the title of our podcast is destiny benders which is about bending people's destinies or changing people's lives um, and certainly the work that you do that's very important part of it for you who in your life has changed your destiny or bent your destiny to lead you on perhaps the path where you are you were going in one direction and a certain person like really changed your life so I would have to say two uh -huh. I have to start with my great-grandma. Oh, okay. So my great-grandma, uh, I'm actually the first one in my family who graduated from mm -hmm. high school, mm -hmm. university, my master's. Wow. And it was her. Yeah. It was my great-grandma cheering me on that basically said, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. Yeah. I remember submitting that application university and all she did was pray and she goes, you can really change the world if you wanted to. Wow. So she was the one that got me into, you know, be that impact mm -hmm. that you wanted. Mm -hmm. And then I yeah. must say as well, the second person is one of my biggest mentors in international education, Virginia Machiavello, who has really who guided. Just met. Yes, yes, who we just oh, met. Fantastic. Who has guided me, and not only that, actually, Centennial College had a huge impact in my life. Okay. That yeah. whole team were, were able to. When I started there, I was 20 years old. Yeah, I was very young and a baby, so yeah. they were able to guide me on to be who I am, and I I believe that I owe them my career as well because I I was able to do what I was you know, dreaming of all the time. Okay. So it's yeah. two, from yes. my great-grandma Grandma. to the Team Centennial as well. Oh, fantastic. Jenny, thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on the podcast. No, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to hearing it as well. I'm here with Octavio Hidalgo of Duolingo. Octavio, what is your role at Duolingo? Hello. My role is International Engagement Manager. I work with all the international institutions that nowadays use the Duolingo English test with their international students. And Octavio, can you tell me how did you get into the field of international education in the, in the first place? What led you to where you are today? Yeah. Um, actually, a fun fact, I was an international student 10 years ago. I'm originally from Venezuela. Um, I was really focused in developing my professional career. I decided to study in San Francisco. I went to Holt International Business School. Um, and after graduating, uh, I decided to start working in tech. Uh, I got an opportunity at Google back then, um, and it was awesome. However, I needed to uh, find a career that will allow me to stay in the US. Um, I was trying to, you know, like, different um, tech companies and I heard that Duolingo was hiring mm -hmm. and something interesting about Duolingo is that the founder is actually uh, from Latin America as myself yeah, yeah, uh, and I thought that what they were doing was really cool and I decided to give it a try and here I am. Uh, I'm actually doing something that 
school have helped me back then uh, because when I had to apply for for university uh, back in uh, 2014, I couldn't take my English proficiency test in my home country. I had to travel to a different country uh, with my girlfriend back then. Now my wife, we're here together. Um, and back then the Duolingo English test didn't exist. Okay, so uh, when I heard about this project, I thought that was a really good opportunity to help students like myself back then, and that's what we're doing today. Uh, when I started working at Duolingo, we had uh, zero institutions using the test, and nowadays we have over 4,000 accepting programs. So I'm in charge of that international uh, management and engagement with the institutions that use us today. You know what? I feel really stupid, but I just realized I know you. We've met before, haven't we? When I was at UTSA. I'm so sorry, Octavio. You were talking, and I was like, wait a minute, I know you. I mean, sorry, usually I when apologize. I tell my story, yeah, people. It, it all started coming back to me. So, the title of our podcast is Destiny Benders. And as I said to you before we started recording, we like to look at um, the field of international education as changing lives and b- bending destinies. And you said you were an international student that definitely bent your destiny. Is there a person in your life who you think is a destiny bender who influenced you in some way? Well, um, my sister used to work in education before. Uh, he used to work for Education First. So I think that for me, one of my goals as a native Spanish speaker was always like, oh, I have to improve my English so I can get an opportunity and study abroad and all of that. So I will, see, I will say that she was like my mentor at the beginning, yeah. right? So, uh, but then later on, I mean, like today I work for this awesome company. I also see our CEO as a brilliant mind that he, yeah. he was the creator, uh, the yeah. co-founder of Duolingo. So yeah. we're here and, today. And what's his name? Uh, Luis Bonan. So he's, he, in some way, has bent your destiny as well by the, so, yeah. the thing that he's created in Duolingo, mm-hmm. for sure. And yes. I guess all of the employees as well. Absolutely, yeah. Well, thank you so much no, for joining me in the podcast. Great to reconnect with you. <laughs> and I apologize for my complete... Uh, I'm going to put it down to jet lag. <laughs> That's no why I didn't recognize you at first. But thanks again. Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Destiny Benders. We have some fascinating guests lined up this season. So keep listening and reach out to us with your comments and suggestions. We love hearing from you.